See, the police are always off track with this shit. If they watch prom night, they'd save time. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. Psycho killer? Can I be the helpless victim? Okay, let's see. No, please don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. What is up, party people? It is your, uh, your man, Old Man Ghostface, uh, here with the inaugural episode of Don't Kill Me, Mr. Ghostface. Uh, this is a spinoff show from our other show, It's a Horror Podcast. Um, I've been meaning to do this for like a long time and I just, it just come together automatically. And so I'm just excited to get this going. Um, the show is going to basically be me talking to people in the horror community from Instagram, Facebook, uh, just social media in general, um, maybe evolving into something else later on. But as of right now, we're just going to stick with that. Um, I'm trying to get everyone to kind of know each other better and, you know, just to get the smaller accounts out there too, because, you know, I was a smaller account and I, it, you know, it was hard to kind of get noticed and, and get involved with people. And so um, now that I've gotten a little bit bigger, I, I can look back and go, you know what? I wish someone had done this a long time ago. Um, so I just want to get this out there. So uh, I just really appreciate you listening and for just supporting me with everything and all my ventures that I have going on. So I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, so this is the first episode. Um, and honestly, there's really no set you know, schedule or, or, you know, set topic. Uh, I basically just kind of talk to the people in my interview and say, what do you want to talk about? You know, or kind of just hint on what they uh, excel in or what they are interested in. So um, again, if you want to be on the show, uh, DM me uh, on my don't uh, kill me, Mr. Ghostface uh, Instagram page, and we can talk about it and set up a time and everything like that. So, um, but yeah, this is, I'm really excited to get this going finally. It's been like two, three weeks since I've announced this and I'm just excited to get it going. So um, my first guest on the show, one of my very, very dearest friends, uh, we've got to know each other for the past few months. Uh, she's a great person. She is a bookworm. Um, she loves one of my favorite movies, Scream. That's what we usually talk about. When we talk about movies. Um, but uh, her name is Mandy. Mandy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for, for joining me today. Hey, of course. I'm so happy to be here. And this is my first podcast with anybody as a guest. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, like I said, I'm so glad you're here. Um, just and it was really cool because when we first were talking, when I first were talking about this, everyone, you were just really showed you wanted to be on the show. And I'm like, all right, she's got to be the first one. So yeah, um, oh, yeah. But I'm really glad you're here, um, and we're going to talk about, today we're going to talk about um, your top movie or books to movie adaptations, because uh, like I said, I know you're, you love books, and that's actually the first thing I noticed about your page was that you loved books, and you love to read, and I was like, you know, that's pretty cool, and then when I started thinking about the show, I'm like, it'd be cool to talk about, you know, your favorite book to movie adaptations, because I know you probably have a few that you love and, and enjoy, so. I do, I do. But, uh, well, cool. Well, um, I'm trying to think of anything else I want to cover before we get started. Uh, I'm just, I guess I'm just really as excited to get this going. I know we've, we've taken a hiatus on its horror podcast for a little bit. Uh, Kevin's been, you know, busy with stuff. He's been moving and other stuff going on. I've had a lot of stuff going on too. Um, so I wanted to kind of keep this going, uh, you know, 
with something to put up on our on our feed and keep make people interested make sure we know we're not going away and we're going anywhere and um but like i said i've always wanted to do this so this is just really fun for me so um all right well let's just get into it because i just want i'm anxious to hear what you have to say about the uh the books that you love that are now on the big screen or on the small screen or however you want to say it so um but let's just get into it so what is your first book to movie adaptation that you really enjoyed my first book to movie adaptation, The Shining. So tell me a little bit why you love that so much. I love it so much because Stephen King hates how Stanley Kubrick's made the movie. The adaptation, mm. like the adaptation of the movie to the, whatever the book, the book to the movie. Mm. Only because he hates it. That's the only reason why. Really? The movie? The- <laughs> yeah, but I love that movie to begin with and that book. So when I was little, I watched the movie first and then I read the book and the book scared me way more than the movie did. But that's because you're, you know, picturing everything in your head, but the movie itself is just a stronger work of horror than the book. Um, And and I've heard that too. I've actually heard that a lot. So yeah, you're just, and it sucks that they couldn't get it exactly, but people say, yeah, like you say, it's, it's such a different, you know, uh, variation of what there is that it kind of like gives a whole new dimension at the same point. The book was so much scarier. So, yeah, the book to me was, I mean, people will argue with me that about that any day that the book is scarier, you know, or the movie's scarier than the book, you know, whatever. Um, but the movie and the book, even like the endings are different. Like the ending of the movie is different than the ending of the book. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's great. It's such yeah. a great book. It's such a great movie. Um, I mean, you can't really, there's really nothing bad to say about it. Honestly, um, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. And the ending, the ending, the ending of the novel is different than the way they did the book. So yeah. Jack had, Jack ignored like the boiler, you know, the whole, the whole time in the movie. I mean, you see in the movie, everything, you knew, stuff was going wrong with the boiler um and in the end of the book he ignores it and then in the book he goes down there to like release the pressure on the boiler and gets caught and dies in the explosion that's in the book but if you see in the movie you know he you know you know how he dies in the movie right right so, so and i think uh, a lot of people have a problem with that too they have a problem with the way he dies in the movie because it's yeah. so like random so so random and the ending of the movie kind of dragged i mean i hated watching him like just walk through that maze i was like what is he doing what is he doing (laughs) it was so annoying like it was just irritating i was like come on spice it up a little bit put him in the damn building let the thing blow up you know like they did in the book i just think it would have been so much better um but even jack nicholson playing that part I don't think they could have picked anyone to pull that off the way he did. I, I he was just agree. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He was just yep. so good in there. Well, I was funny. I was watching uh, the In Search of Darkness uh, documentary just a few days ago, and they were covering The Shining and talking about how Kubrick was such a you know master of detail and all this stuff, and and everyone that sees his movies can kind of knows that. And they were saying that the part that they couldn't figure out is the part where he's in the maze. And of course, you know, it's extremely cold, 
but there's no there's no breath you don't see their breath when they're running around you know which is a huge no. thing and they even showed it i'm like man that is such a huge detail that they missed but it's like if you're not paying attention you kind of miss it so right yeah it's spooky yeah. it's scary and you read the book or watch the movie they're both gonna scare the shit out of you sorry seriously <laughs> no no both gonna no, scare just, you Hey, this, this, there's no holes barred in this, in this episode or this podcast. <laughs> say, say what you feel like, whatever it is. It's, you know. But uh, no, you're exactly right, though. Like it's I've because you know, I didn't know for a long time. I didn't know the book and movie were, were different at all. And then I started hearing things about it. And I'm like, well, that's kind of strange. How would it be that different? I wonder if how different it really is. And I started researching it and talking to people about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's way different. And, you know, yeah. And it's kind of, I've heard it's kind of funny because it, it in the, the movie. Um, just came out um oh the newest one dang it i can't think of the name of it now with uh um oh my gosh don't uh dr sleep there we go oh yeah um, yeah 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 it kind of harkens back to the book a little bit with with that ending which is kind of cool so you kind of get to see a little bit of ending kind of sort of in the ending of that so i won't give away anything spoilers about that but um but yeah, I, I actually love Doctor Sleep a lot. Uh, I of course, I haven't. And, and just full disclosure, right now, I don't, I don't read at all. So, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I have to, yeah, yeah, I have to rely on people to tell me these things that exist that don't exist. So, um, but I've heard people tell me, you know, like someone's actually told me the entire ending of the book, and then you know, so watching the original movie and then watching Doctor Sleep, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool how it all lines up. So, um, but yeah, Doctor Sleep was a great movie. But see, I didn't start reading books until I was, I started, well, I started watching horror movies first because my mom was addicted to horror books, but she wouldn't watch the movies because they'd scare her. So (laughs) I'd watch the movies, she'd read the books and I'm like, you know, and then I would tell her what happened in the movie. She's like, oh my God, it's so different than the book. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I got to read the book and I got to watch the movie now because you're just curious. So I, you know, we'd go back and forth. She'd read the book, I'd watch the movie and then I'd go back and we'd talk about it. Right, She's like, right. I just Which can't is... watch the movie. <laughs> I can't so watch great, them. Though. They scare me. But you can read the books. So I'm like, <laughs> I got to watch them now and read them. That sounds like Joey and friends when he puts the, puts the book in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my gosh. Well, that was that's, hysterical. <laughs> that was. <laughs> but I, I love that the dynamic between you and your mom. That's so cool how you both trying to share the whole horror thing, but she was like, she, cause she was so scared she can watch the movie, but that's, that's so cool that connection you had there. So yeah, uh, that really neat. very neat. It's um, funny. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think, I think a lot of people would agree with you that, you know, one of their favorite adaptations is the shining and for the fact that it's so different than, than the book, you know, going into the movie. So uh, that's always, like you said, it's a very heated debate on that. I mean, I've heard that debate so many times, so many different ways, so many different, you know, angles and whatever. So uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that was one I was hoping you'd talk about. So um, yeah, that is, that is very cool. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I, I was, I was going to take this as like a back and forth, but I kind of just want to keep going with yours. And then I may just mention a few at the end. Um, okay. yeah. So this, like I said, this is a learning, learning process here. People just hang, hang with us. It's going to eventually get to a, a certain, you know, structure, but as of right now, I'm just kind of feeling it out, seeing how things go, but I kind of like this. If you just tell me what you like and then we'll just kind of converse about it. So, um, so what, or what's your, what's your next one that you really enjoy? Interview with the vampire. Oh, 
Such a yeah. good, good movie. Oh my god. Sick. Mm-hmm. So okay. So have you seen you've seen the movie, obviously. Yes. Have you read the time. book? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you asking that question? You know the answer to that question. <laughs> no. So, okay, so from the movie, you know, you watch the death of um Lewis's wife and daughter, you know. Mm, right. Um and then after that, Lewis is turned into the vampire by Lestat. And then to keep Lewis by Lestat's side, um, he converts that little girl. Remember who is um, who had the plague? He put he makes her into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, totally, totally wrong. <laughs> First <laughs> off, Lewis doesn't become a vampire after his his wife and his kid die. Um, after his brother dies, Paul Paul's his brother. He goes into, like, a super spiral of, like, depression and just, like, loses his shit. Um, That's when he decides to become a vampire. Um, And and he's not a lord. Because he's French. So, he's French and then he's, like, raised in New Orleans. So, he's not a lord. (laughs) Like, at all. (laughs) No lord but they refer to him as a lord, and that bothers me so much. Um, I wonder why. I wonder why they did that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, huh. But he isn't, because Louis is French, and yeah, he was like raised in New Orleans. So anyway, um, another thing they did wrong was Lestat um, uh, converts the that little girl to keep. Uh, you know, Lewis company and by his side. Um, I mean, there is some truth to that, but Lewis is the one who converts her and then kills her. Um, Lestat merely makes her into a vampire and takes advantage of Lewis and, you know, his love for her. Um, right. He had for her, you know, to keep him at his side, to keep, you know, Lewis at Lestat's side. Um, so, yeah, they've just messed up the storyline. You know, um well you've seen it in the movie you know the whole everything that happens he does kill her and everything but the book and the movie are like so opposite to me again somebody's going to argue with me about that and fine whatever but (laughs) those are just you know that's just what i've noticed watching the movie and reading the book yeah well and Um, i I like to i I see a i see a uh a a trend say a becoming a thing here with the movies that, you know, totally go opposite or against what the book has put out there first. So uh, it, it sounds like you like the, the, uh, the variations. You like the way that it kind of doesn't follow. Cause I guess it's more interesting that way maybe. Yeah, it is because you know, there's books like, okay. So I'm like a closet lover of the Twilight <laughs> series. Mm. <laughs> I don't think we can be friends anymore, Mandy. I don't know. <laughs> but I read all I'm the kidding. books, and then I read, and then I watched the movies, and they were like word for word the exact same thing. So it was boring. Yeah, you know, yeah, I agree with that. You, yeah, I agree with that. When you're watching the movie after you read the book, you're like, oh, that wasn't in the book. That wasn't in the book. Yeah, that wasn't either. But that's totally good. They should have put it in the book. You know, stuff like that. But. Hmm when you read a book and then you watch the movie and it's like word for word, the same thing, you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never thought about that. Actually, I never thought about that aspect before, but that, that that's a very good point because 
Yeah, I mean, you've read the book. And, I mean, I know you want to see it on screen, but at the same point, you want things to be different. You want things that take different turns or whatever. And so I could see the way you would get really bored really fast. Because once you've seen it on screen for a few minutes, you're like, okay, I know what's coming up. I know the way it's going to look like the rest of the, mo- the movie. So, yeah, I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. I didn't really even think like, about it that way. Even like the description of the characters, you know? you all, I mean, you want them to be the same like in the book, you know, as they are in the movie, mm-hmm. the way they describe them. But it's sometimes you're like okay, no, they totally did good by changing, you know, his hair to brown and making him taller and, you know, making him, you know, not muscular and like super scrawny, you know, stuff like that. Um, Because the way they describe people in books, sometimes you're like, really? Mm. (laughs) Like, it's not believable, you know? True, Um, true. They could take it out of hand sometimes with that. (laughs) Um. But even stuff like that, you know, it makes it more interesting. They change his hair color or, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, but it is boring reading a book and having it exactly word for word when you're watching the movie because you're not, there's nothing to expect. There's no surprise. There's no, you know, everybody wants to argue with their TV when they're watching a movie, you know, Mm, you catch everybody doing it, yelling at their TV. Um. Or like, you know, arguing with the movie as it's playing. Like, that wasn't my book, you know. (laughs) That's the fun, (laughs) you know, of watching the movie after a book. Very true. Very true. But Uh, I I do sometimes, and a couple of my friends do the same thing that I do. Mm. If the movie comes out before the, uh, you know, if the movie comes out when the book comes out or whatever, or if we haven't read the book or watched the movie, we watch the movie first or the series, mm. however that goes, and then read it. Then you could get like a mental picture of um, the characters, you know, when you're reading it. And True. then the same thing when you're reading the book, oh, you know, they're not the same in the yeah. movie. They're different in the book. And, you know, it's see, the same I, way. See, I, I would take that opposite. Though. I, for me, I'd want to read the book first and then kind of create what I think it looks like first and then go see the movie and see what everyone else thinks it looks like maybe. I, I don't know. It's just, it's, I'm weird like that. But uh, it's interesting the way you, you take that though. It's, I like that actually. Because that way you, yeah, that way you just, can see the variation. Yeah, it just depends like on um, what you read you know, what you're going to watch. Sure. You're like, and then you sit there and you're like, mm, no, I want to watch this movie first. You know, sure. I read 112263 by Stephen King mm. and they made a series. It's like a short series on Hulu. I believe I watched it um, on Netflix. I can't remember. Um, but I was reading the book as they like released it. And obviously mm. the book is like way older. Um, but I couldn't help myself. And I was t- my friend on Instagram. We were reading the book together. He's like, "Do not watch the series before you read the book," and that only makes you wanna like watch it. <laughs> I'll do what I want, <laughs> damn it! I watched it and I totally read the book, but I'm like, no. He's like, "That's why I told you not to." I'm like, "I know, I know." But I was gonna ask that- if you want to about it, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told him. He's like, please don't. It just it skips too far ahead, and it's so fast, and yada yada. And I'm like, okay. So I did. I ended up watching it, but of course, the book is going to have way more detail than like a five episode, you know, short series oh, yeah. of it. Sure. But that book was amazing. Um, I've heard that. that I've heard book. that same. 
Yeah, I've heard that's one of one of his best ones. So, yeah, uh, I I think I started watching the series and I stopped. I need to go back and finish it though because that was interesting. And I I don't know why I stopped. I don't know half the shit I stopped watching. I don't I stopped watching out of like I don't even know what the fuck the reason is. And I go back. I'm like, why did I stop watching the show? What the fuck is wrong with me? Oh, forget. I do. I need to put that on my list. I, oh, I've actually got a physical list of stuff I'm watching now. It's crazy. I like writing it down and keeping track. I'm doing really good. So, yay for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else you wanted to talk about with the interview with the vampire? Um, no. Besides the characters that they picked for that movie, oh my god, they did great. Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. I mean, can you get two of the biggest? Mm sex icons of like the 80s and 90s like ever exactly like, the two Fucking hottest a. dudes in the 80s and 90s and then she the time. <laughs> she she was perfect as a kid you know Don't perfect yes perfect uh, I, can't, I can't remember her damn name either what is her name um she was in spider-man she i cannot remember her. I did, that name always escapes me i don't know why and someone right now was listening to this going, it's so-and-so. And yeah. Um, 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 I know her name. I know her name. Hold on. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Kirsten Dunn. <laughs> Kirsten Dunn. There we go. I can never yeah, remember her name and, for some reason. But, um, yeah. Her name's um, in the book. Her name is, well, in the movie is Claudia. 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 Okay. There we go. I but think yeah, that so. movie is fantastic, though. I love that movie so much. I got, I found it on Blu-ray a while back for like a dollar on eBay or something like that. I grabbed it up and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I'm so glad I have this now. But uh, and Christian Slater's in there and he plays Daniel oh, and yes, uh, like you don't ever see him in anything, and that's like one of like the last like probably five movies he was in before he just disappeared off the face of the earth i know it's um, sad too because he's such a good actor too you know he is so you have Chris, christian slater tom cruise and brad pitt like come on and that's just you might as well just you know put it put a pillow you know, put a <laughs> put a pad down in your seat because you're just gonna be you're gonna be wet the entire time you know shit come on Maybe, what if we made a new one with all of them Oh my so God. Obviously, without you know Kirsten Dunst because she's dead, or well, they're all okay. dead. But you know what I mean. Well, well, yeah, yeah, Remake yeah. it, but yeah. she's too old now. Get another yeah, little girl to play the part. Yeah, they'd have to find someone new. Yeah, I don't know. That, that would be interesting because I don't. Know, Tom still looks like the same. I don't know what he's what deal he's made with Scientology, but it's been good to him. Um, and Brad Pitt, should you know Brad Pitt. Wait, dude, Antonio Banderas is in that movie too. How did I forget? <gasps> That's that? right. That's right. He's one. He's like the <laughs> later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There he's in there later because he's That's the vampire a, in the. It's straight porn. It's straight porn. Is what it is. It is. He. I mean, he's older now. Oh but, yeah. You know. He's still hot though. I mean, daddy, come on now. Um, uh, okay, before before we get totally <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Let me start on that shit. But yeah, let's let's move on before I, I you know I paint the walls and I'm done. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so what is a uh, what's your third choice for book um, to movie adaptation? American Psycho. <sighs> Fucking mm-hmm. amazing. Good Patrick Bateman was serial killer in Manhattan, and he's an investment broker. I mean, come on. I mean, and look at that. I mean, he, well, I mean, when you look at Christian Bale playing him too, like 
he is the quintessential like badass of the 80s too so he just oh, in that yeah. movie just oh my god his but, uh, performance is seriously hard to forget like this is besides him in um the dark knight oh, he's god. phenomenal in this movie like tremendous i almost tremendous. i almost like watching the movie was like okay this is a real person being recorded because you like really he dove into that character oh you Seriously. can't forget that every well, time you watch it go ahead yeah <laughs> no i was I, I was gonna say like like watching him from even when he's semi-normal to when he goes full-on psycho like you yeah. lose yourself in that performance you you know I, I the key the key things i remember mostly are him in the limo with uh um, Reese Witherspoon's character, I forgot what her name is, but um, and he's he's listening to his headphones and he's just he's ignoring her and he's trying to listen and she's trying to talk to him and it, it just seems so believable. And then the scene where he is chasing the girl around in the, his hotel or his, his hotel or whatever is his apartment building with a chainsaw, he's just butt ass, yeah, yes, butt ass naked with those t you know, those tennis shoes on, and he just you know he drops the the chainsaw and he's just screaming down the it just it's so brilliant like it's just. Damn. It is. Reese Witherspoon is Evelyn in that. In that. Evelyn. The reason why I remember that is because my daughter's name is Evelyn. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, Jared Leto's yeah. in that movie. I totally forgot. Yeah, I, I love um, seeing him get killed because I can't stand that guy. <laughs> yeah, but again, with this book, a lot of the dialogue in it, a lot, a lot of the dialogue in the book was kept the same, like weight in the film. Um, I mean, there's a couple things that are differences. Like the the book drew some of like the backlash with the movie, um, mm. but it was well received by the critics and the audience and whatever, um, obviously because that movie was phenomenal. And again, mm. you couldn't have picked a better person to play him. Um, Seriously, I but Bethany in the book, he meets her for lunch, and then they have like you know their really good conversation opposed to the normal ones because they're always arguing um then she goes with him back to his place see the way he kills her in the book and the way he kills her in the movie are different so Hmm. he kills her with mace and stabs her like repeatedly then he bites her fucking fingers off in the book what (laughs) yes um (laughs) then he has then he like laughs uncontrollably like you see the movie and then you go back to the book and then you read the book, you could just hear him laughing oh, in the yes. when you're reading it. It's hysterical. That's but in the though. movie, yeah. But in the movie, it's the same same reunion and whatnot um, with the lunch and everything. But he kills her with a plastic bag, so he suffocates her with the bag. Right. And uh, then he resh- and then he re- and then he shoots her with the nail gun repeatedly. Mm. Do you remember so that scene? Just... Yes, I do. <laughs> wow, that's painful. That's so painful. Yeah, dude, biting God. her fingers off. I mean, he's that they, guy's they, brutal. They should have did that in the in the movie. But like, but I I I, I get you. I trust me. I'm right there with you. But like, how are they going to show that though? Like, and not be because practical effects are hard to pull off with stuff like that. So it's like, I think you really got to be on because that movie was so good. The gore was so good because it really didn't show a lot, like right up close. 
a lot of it was implied, but it was so well implied that you almost forget you didn't see it. So like yeah. you would you would have to do that in a I don't know I I I, I agree with you don't get me wrong, but same point you got to be very careful because it's like you don't want to ruin that aesthetic what they have going with what they have already you know what I'm saying so it's like ah, it's such a uh, I do want to see that though you're I, I'm with you so good call yeah I mean they could have I mean yeah the stabbing thing you know whatever yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but the, but the nail gun difficult. Ooh, God. The, the, the nail gun, like, if he would have just shot her with a nail gun or bit her fingers off first and then shot her with a nail gun, that would have been a good scene, too. I agree. I fully agree. Because there, there was ways to, like, show him biting her fingers, but not, like, show him biting her fingers off, you know? Right. Like, yeah, ooh, like, then, like showing, like, like his nose up and, like, seeing the blood squirt on him or something like that. And kind of cool. Yeah. Or, like, her yeah. fingers, like, laying there and then, you know, they go back to him and he's got blood on his mouth and you see him with his hand, her hand, you know, stuff like that. So you know what's going on. Good point. Um, Good point. But he did have a mental illness, clearly. Oh, he was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's... Glamorously. Well, at first, at first you, you know, you kind of don't think so. You go, well, this guy's just really focused on being the best and, and always being, you know, on top of things. And then like, you see this slow decline of his mental health throughout the entire film until yeah. the end where you're going, this guy is, he's off the deep end. Like he needs help. Like seriously, he needs help. And it's just, it's a brilliant look into mental health. And of course, back, you know, back when it came out, it was still a very taboo thing to talk about. So this movie was so powerful. in the fact, I think it, it showed a lot of people, you know, that, people that are, are striving to be better also have this big weight on their shoulders that they can't just shrug off. You know, they have to focus on it and they have to figure it out, but sometimes you can't mm-hmm. do it on your, on your own, you know? So it, it was, it was a very good commentary on the times on mental health on, you know, the, the slasher genre in the movies itself. So yep. it was, it was a good, it was a good build. I would love to read this book though. Because, <laughs> yeah. I want to read the book because it does sound very interesting just to hear that difference so i'm gonna have to pull that up put that on my list of books to read when i'm just about dead so <laughs> what he was like an antisocial personality you know so i mean they have a mm-hmm. disorder disorder for that which in the movie you pick up on like the his sexual integrity in there mm, yes you know definitely. and his shallowness and his obsession with like the material stuff so i mean yep. it all comes together you know um very well yeah but and then and then people are like is he a psychopath or is he a sociopath the debate rages on you know because honestly yeah i think it's a little bit of both but at the same point it's people want to choose one or the other which i understand that i understand that struggle uh because you want to put him into you everyone wants to put him into a box you know but at the same time it that movie lets it flow the book i'm sure the book lets it flow as well so it's it's kind of like okay what do you think is going on with him really sociopath for sure yeah oh because psychopaths are me i mean are psychopaths they tend to be more erratic you know more rage you know unable to like just be normal and then sociopaths lead a normal life you know he had a job he had a house he had a girlfriend like you know, yeah, they, but like, yeah, they're but, more manipulative yeah, and charming. Yeah, but you know, but, but I hear you. But at the same point, like you know, you see how he goes off the deep end, especially when he's you know invites those hookers over and he's you know or the one hooker over, and I guess and they're 
you know, they're going through that threesome, whatever. And then he just loses his mind. Like it's, it's, it, he right. loses all touch with reality. So it's like, he's a sociopath with touches of the psychopath, you know, yeah. mental disorder in him that comes out when certain triggers are presented, you know, it's like, Oh God, I can't even, whew, that movie just makes me think like crazy. So. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that is, that's a good one though. That is definitely a really good, I just, that, knowing the, the subtle differences with that, it's definitely interesting to hear that. So. Very yeah. Cool. I mean, he was phenomenal in that. Oh yeah. Bale is just, yeah. he's, uh, and I haven't, have you had to watch the machinist? Have you seen the machinist with, uh, no. with uh, Bale? I've heard mm-hmm. that it's, phenomenal of course he lost like a ton of weight like he looks like a skeleton pretty much but uh i've just heard so many good things about that film i gotta watch it because people say it's great it's a little slow they said but it's just a brilliant look at how an actor really dives into a role and takes it seriously and just nails it to the fucking wall so i'm i need to watch it and see because i love christian bale so um yeah yeah um all right so you have another one for us i don't so that's okay yeah, so I couldn't come up with, I mean, I have other ones that I could think of, but not nothing that would top those three. Right. I like I you. said, I totally got Jaws was a good one. I was going to put mm-hmm. Jaws on there. Yes. Jaws, I mean, everyone, I mean, everyone will agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. It is, you know, and the I didn't read Jaws completely. So... Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of didn't want to. I kind of like half-ass read it, <laughs> and I didn't finish it. Um, uh, but you know, I heard from you know a couple of my friends too when we talk about it or whatever. There are similarities between those two with the book and the movie. Um, but then there's people that say they're quite different. So, um, uh, is there a reason why you didn't finish it? No, I just, I don't know why I didn't. Like, I bought the book, like, two years ago. Mm. I want to say, like, two years ago. Because it was, like, pre-COVID before I bought it. So, that would make us about two years. Um, right. And I started it, and then, I don't know what happened. I think things just got a little wild with my book club, and I just started, you know, doing that and kind of forgot about it. Um, right. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to finish it. Yeah, and then... The books came before the movie, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's that's usually the way it goes. There there are a few movies that come before books, but it's that's very rare. That's such a rarity. So, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna go back and watch or um, read that because that movie was awesome too. You know, and I can say that I have never. I'm like, it takes a lot when I watch a horror movie for me to cringe or jump or something. You know, or you know, not look at the screen Mm -hmm. um because not much bothers me unless it's like extremely gory or you know really nasty um but (laughs) jaws i couldn't even tell you how many times i jumped and like i had so many reactions to that movie um you know the oh my god like that and the jumping i'm like okay okay like i watched way worse movies than this and no reactions um, but I feel like too with horror movies, you're kind of expecting what's going to happen next. True. Um, but Jaws, you know, I feel like older horror movies are way better than the remakes now. 
or even sure. movies now. I agree with you. I fully agree with you on that. So even though, you know, they're not, you know, with CGI and all that stuff, they didn't have any of that background, but I feel like the older stuff is more you could tell it's fake, but they put so much effort into it back then than they do now. You know, now it's all like, oh well, here's a book. Here you go. Learn how to do it over there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it's all behind a screen now, a green screen. Then it was there was just so much effort into like doing everything then. They didn't have all the stuff they have now. Practical effects, that's where it's at. Yeah. You know, I will I will set, you know, preach that till the day I die. I mean CGI is good when it's used properly, but yeah, practical effects just make everything so much better and, and I, I hate the fact they've gone so heavily into CGI, but you know, and there's some there's some books and movies that you know that are adapted whatever you cannot you have to use cgi like there's no way like you yeah. can't you couldn't do like godzilla or you know king kong without doing that and not doing it justice like you know you can go back to the original claymation stuff but he wants you know we've seen that we want to see right. what it looks like and you know in like living color you know so it's like you're gonna have to give it give it its due you know but at the same point it's relying heavily on that just ruins it honestly for me so but and cgi is always better with like superhero movies too yes you know superhero movies godzilla and kate you know all that um i did want to say something though i lied about jaws being my most cringeworthy movie um Mm. the movies that we talked about and you had me watch the little girl Mm -hmm. that movie i can't remember the name of it um it's the girl and then um becky Uh... (laughs) becky which one is it? Becky, the movie Becky. I've never seen that before. I've never, I don't even heard of that before. You told me to watch it. I did? <laughs> yes. Wow. With the girl um, and uh, the guys in prison, they get out and they come to the house looking for a key. Wow. I swear, I, you, I swear you told me to watch that movie. I don't think that was me. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, that doesn't sound familiar at all. Um, yeah, it's the girl. Was, so that was your other friend named Wes. <laughs> no, I swear it was you told me to watch it because, um, yeah, it's new and it's got, um, it is Ducky, Bucky, Becky. Oh, Becky. Yes. Kevin James, Lulu Wilson. Okay. Now I Joe know. McHale. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now, okay, now I was thinking he has a totally different name. And I was like, what? Okay, <laughs> now it's all coming back. See, I'm old, and uh, yeah, it takes me a minute to kind of get things going in my brain again. She's yes. a funky little bitch, man. <laughs> that, that the scene, the scene. If you haven't seen it before, turn it off or whatever, or fast forward because I'm about to spoil the best part of the film. When he his eye falls out and he cuts it with those scissors, holy oh shit! Oh my god. That made me want to throw up, literally. I was like, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. I felt my stomach literally move up a little bit towards my throat. I, yeah. <laughs> holy shit. Good stuff. But Good stuff. The part that made me like, what? Was when she was rolling him <laughs> over with the motherfucking mower. <gasps> yes. God. God. I have, and to have a young girl be doing this stuff. Now That's... he's a sociopath mm-hmm. slash psychopath, but, and they need to come yeah. up with another path. <laughs> yeah, but like, but, but it was like I have to though. Like she had to. She it was either that or it was it was survival, man. It was all about survival. I mean, yeah. And if I watched you know, somebody kill my dad, 
I probably would have gone full psycho mode too, like she did, you know. Um, but damn, I have not watched a movie in a while that made me like, holy shit. And I've rewound yeah. a couple times, a couple things. And I've paused a couple times, too, because I was like, all right, I need a break for, like, three minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you, you told me, you're, 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 you're like, Wes, what the hell am I watching? I'm like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a bit, uh, like, damn. Hilarious. And for, like, about a week, I told anybody and everybody that would listen to me, go watch this movie. Go watch this movie. Seriously. Go watch it. Yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, if you're listening, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go watch Becky right now. Just after this is over, just turn it off. Go watch Becky. You'll, you'll really enjoy it. So Yeah. It was, I mean, it got 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, and then 5.9, uh, 10 for whatever. So it didn't get really good reviews, but. Yeah, that doesn't matter. And another thing too, Kevin James, the way he plays that dude. Brilliant. Like, I'm that... so used to. Him being the goofy, you know, mm-hmm. dude and everything. Oh, my God. He was amazing. And that he beard, scared me. That beard was on fucking point. I mean. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. I wonder if it was his real beard. Oh, I think, he, yeah, he grew it out. He grew it out. That's that's all. I forgot. Kevin. Another spoiler. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> the, the fucking pencil in dude's neck. Oh, God. That hurts. Was it I'm a pencil? About... Was it a pencil? Or was I, think it was it... Like, it was, I think it was a mechanical pencil, wasn't it? I don't I know, but him choking to death on his blood, I was like, dude. Yeah, <laughs> they, they really knew how to make you feel what was going on with those people. Like, they did a great uh, job with that. So She was smart um, as hell, though. Oh, dude. I mean, I, completely, you think completely. You think about it, like, could you have come up with doing this stuff? No. You know, if you were in the no. middle of the woods? No. I'd be looking for a and gun. Like, <laughs> I'd be running, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you killed my dad. And, okay, that's her stepmom and her stepbrother. I mean, not yet, but I would have been, you know, not to be like no. selfish or like, dude, I just wanted to kill my Fuck dad. You, I'm bitch. out. <laughs> I am out. My wow, mom's already. Note to self, if we're ever in a in a predicament and <laughs> something's going down, don't rely on Mandy to save my ass. I'm just going to have to run myself. <laughs> You know, if you're trapped, man. I'm out. Yeah, my man, you see ya. Good, good know you. <laughs> Survival of the fittest, man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, I I, I'm, I, do, I do want to give one book uh, to movie adaptation that I fucking enjoy. And I, full disclosure, again, I have not read this book yet, but I seriously plan on doing this seriously. And I know it's going to be a fantastic read so that's why i'm going to talk about this for a minute and of course if you know me at all you know that the very first horror film i ever saw with my dad when i was 10 years old was psycho mm-hmm. and i love psycho so much uh it, brilliant just absolutely brilliant it's black and white and i know people have a lot of, you know especially nowadays have a problem watching black and white films but seriously this movie it, the flow it just flows so perfectly um Anthony Perkins, I just, oh my yep. God. Oh my God. The dude just, yep. every time, I can't stop watching him. He's so charismatic and he's so good at what he does. It just, if you haven't watched this film, what in the fuck is wrong with you? Please go watch this film. Um, it's like in 1950 or 1960? 60, 60, 60. Oh, 660, yeah. So 61, I think, is when it came out. 
Um, but of course, it was based on the life of Ed Gein, which, if you know Ed Gein at all, that's I mean, knowing that 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 transition going from from real life to book and then to film, Hitchcock yeah. did a great job of adapting that that book. I mean, I, I got to read it because I got to figure out what I'm missing because people say there is stuff that's not in, in the movie uh, that's in the book, so he I really got to figure that out. And, he was the Wisconsin killer, right? That whole thing yes. that was going yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I always yep. mix him up with um. What's his name? Um, Casey. Yes. Yeah, always. Yeah. Even yeah, always even though they're very them. different, yeah, it is very easy to get them mixed up. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've I've got it. And as soon as I read the book, I'm actually going to post it, um, so you guys know I've actually read it. And then I'll actually maybe do like a little something to kind of you know give my thoughts on what I think about the book to movie adaptation exactly. But that I know it's going to be fantastic. So, uh, but I just wanted to get that out there. And actually, I, I think I got the book. I did. I got a book, the book from a giveaway um, that I won. It was really cool because I got it. I was like, I got to read this. And of course, that's set on my bookshelf for months. <laughs> um, but I got to read it, though. So, but um, yeah. Anyway. And of course, you know, and of course, you know that, you know, it, it, especially watching this In Search of Darkness documentary it was on, um, like they talked about a, a bunch of Stephen King, you know, book to movie adaptations and that, you know, you have Christine and Carrie and mm-hmm. Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. and there's just so many that they've done so brilliantly. Like all those movies are just fantastic. And of course everyone knows the books are even better. Um, so, you know, if, if, if you do, you know, and, and I'm actually going to post this when I post this episode, I want you guys to go into the comments and tell me your favorite book to movie adaptation. Cause I'm kind of curious to see what everyone else thinks, if they agree with us with what you've chosen. And of course the psycho cho- choice of mine, uh, but I want to hear everybody's feedback and, and what they think. And, um, but yeah, I just, I just thought this would be, a, would be a cool topic to discuss with you, and um, and you did a great job. I mean, it's like you've done this forever, so seriously. Awesome. Now, all I need to do is just make books from the screen movies. Then they just be a little backwards with them now. I, I wonder if I'll ever do that, honestly, because that would be a really cool thing to do, honestly. Yeah, and then I months. see what you posted about the new movie, that it is not a, it's a what? I it's, like, it, it's like an, it, it's it's in, a, it's a new franchise kind of thing. Yeah, it's franchise. I couldn't think of which the I'm, word. I'm really hoping that's true because people are saying, oh, it's not true at all. But I, I'm just holding on hope that's true because holy shit, that would be amazing if they just started over again kind of <laughs> and did a whole new story. I would love that. And Sydney so, needs to fucking die because I <laughs> fucking agree. That's why I you and I get along. <laughs> Seriously. I love, I'll get me wrong. I love Sydney to death. I love. Sydney yeah. Preston, I have her on, I've had her tattooed on me. I've met Neb Campbell in person. I've told her, I was like, you're my favorite person ever. But like the whole story of Sydney needs to die out. They need to, yeah. honestly, I think they need to kill off uh, Sydney, Dewey, cat. and Gail in the first mm-hmm. like 10 minutes and b- b- make it very spectacular, make it badass as hell. But like they need to go, honestly. I don't know how they, they would do it. I don't either. I don't either, but it's, it's, if they do it, they got to make it spectacular. Because if not, I will hunt down Kevin Williamson and I will delve into his face. <laughs> Motherfucker, you fucked this up. But um Sydney but needs yeah. to die a excruciating, memorable yes. death. I like fucking it, agree. It has to be the best death out of the screen ever. franchise. Well ever. ever. Like yeah, not even the screen. I'm talking about like like the best death ever. Like you're going it happens and you're so shocked you start to cry. Like yep. there's no like I want that I want to cry when she dies and and be like, emotional about it so 
Every yeah. way you could die, stick it into like one, have her drowning, <laughs> then choke her, then hang her, then cut her. I mean, do everything you could. Good lord. Mutilate <laughs> <Torture>. her. <laughs> just mutilate the fuck out of her. <laughs> and then bury uh, her alive, you know, and just taking her last breath. You know, that would, see, now, now see the buried alive thing would be perfect, actually. Like, just like the, the first, like last thing you see would be Ghostface, and he, you know, he either reveals himself to her, or he just says goodbye, Sydney, and he just closes that casket lid or yep. whatever it is. Oh, I've been getting emotional be thinking good. about it. Shit, fuck. Okay, that would be good. Um, if anyone's, you know, can rewrite the movie real fast to put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, I do want to say one thing about all the screen movies, and okay. you know what it is, and what it irritates the living shit out of me. Yeah. Um, go ahead. The first one with the garage. I know. I know. I know. It, 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 it's see, but see things like that in movies, you have to give it to them. But because otherwise it wouldn't it wouldn't work, you know. So you kind of have to go. All right, we know. Okay, I get '80s garages were strong as hell. Okay, fine. <laughs> but '90s, whatever. But on what planet can a garage lift a grown ass woman? None. Every time None. It, I watch it, that movie, I'm like, I can't even watch this. I have to look away. Yeah, it wouldn't exist. <laughs> but like, but it, but it makes for a very no. interesting death. So it does. The, the deaths, the, the deaths and scream are definitely memorable because i can remember every single one of them in every single film almost so mm-hmm. you know it's it's like that they've made a point to either go above and beyond or make it so realistic that it's just fucks with your head so um, yeah and that fucked with my yeah. head because i oh, literally definitely. thought about it probably like 30 minutes after the fact and i'm like still like how how how, how did that happen <laughs> and i'm still watching the movie you know that, that wouldn't happen that wouldn't happen. Oh my god, <laughs> Manny, Manny, let it go. Just breathe in, <laughs> and let it out. Just, just let it go. Those um, are my all-time favorite movies. I can watch them repeated. I can watch them daily, yep. literally daily, yep. and wouldn't even bother me. Seriously, I I probably watch that series, that franchise, at least three times a year, at least like fully oh from God. one to four. Uh, I always always pop in one just to have it on in the background and just watch it whenever I want. So, and then two and three <laughs> kind of sneak in there every so often. But four is getting better to me. Um, I yeah. love all of them, but four is getting better to me. It just it was a little hard to kind of go for a huge jump, you know. So it was definitely mm-hmm. hard, but it, but it's definitely getting better. But yeah, that franchise I mean- just. Well, let's be honest. Since we've become friends, how many times have I been watching the movie when we talk? Every every time, I'm like, "What are you doing? I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing? I watch the screen. Yeah, figures. Yeah, all right, cool. Just making sure. Hey, hey I'm, next time I go, hey, you watch the screen? Like, no. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why the screen on in the background? I'm on screen two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I can't fall asleep, I pop that on. Uh, Seriously. Yeah, I mean, it's the cast, the cast is amazing. Everything they did about that franchise from the cast to the storyline to everything i love it i love it yep. and it's yep. not boring nope. and um, not at all there's not, there's not one part of the movie that's boring ever it's always good it's lovely yeah yes very much so well i think it's about time to start wrapping this up um i've had a great time talking to you though about this so it's uh, this first episode's gone way better than i thought it would honestly so i'm, I'm very happy that this is the first step in a, a new direction uh for a few things um but and i forgot to do something in the first of this episode and i just uh, got really into what i was saying and i forgot but um if, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself or a little about your instagram or, or just you know something like that if you want to get into that. if not that's okay too but i just want to give you the opportunity to just you know, tell you uh, the 
people listening about you or, you know? Um, I am on Instagram. Uh, I'm XOO underscore Mandy. Um, so I have like a blogger, bookishy things. Um, I'm trying to incorporate like life blog into my stuff, make it a little bit more inviting. Um, but it's mostly horror books, everything I've read. And of course I review everything and try to make, you know, my page look cute. Um, I'm working my way up there with meeting new people and followers and all that. Um, definitely need to post a little bit more, but if you like horror and, um, fun things and good conversation, follow me. There you go. I mean, that's, you know, I, I know she was a big Scream fan that she liked books and she was you know, really into horror. I was like, that's really cool, you know? So, and we just start talking and here we are. So, um, but yeah, she's, I mean, he's a great person and I, I'm so lucky to have you in my life and just one of my, one of my best friends and uh, you've helped me through so much. And I just, I really do appreciate you so, so much. So. Of course. That's why I'm here. That's right. That's right. Um, yep. So, so you can find me on Instagram. Um, my my personal my, my personal page. My I guess my first page is Old Man Ghostface. Um, it's a horror podcast. Is my first podcast that I do that I share with my buddy Kevin. Uh, he is slashing captain. Um, I also still uh, stack shirt VHS stack shirts. Uh, so if you're interested in that, hit me up on Old Ghosty Stack Shirts um, on Instagram as well. Uh, just the very first post has all the details about it. So read that. If you're interested, hit me up in my DMs and we'll, we'll get that going. Um, people seem to like them a lot. And I'm really excited that people are liking them. And, you know, it's, it's a cool creative outlet for me to kind of, you know, be creative with stuff like that. And uh, because some of the, some of the spines just don't exist or uh, they're hard to find. So I have to create my own. So it's kind of cool to kind of get a you know creative liberty to, you know, create those on my own. So it's kind of neat to do that. So uh, hit me up on that. And then of course, for this podcast, uh, Don't Come Me, Mr. Ghostface uh, is my podcast. Um, we are, it is presented by a Torah podcast, so we're still connected in that way. So uh, this will go on the feed for my other podcast um, to kind of fill those gaps in until we start up again. So uh, after that, I may continue and just branch off in my own thing. But for the moment, we'll, uh, you'll be able to find us, find this podcast on that feed. So I'll definitely post that. It'll be on you know iTunes. Google Play, Spotify, all the major platforms, you'll be able to find it there. So, um, and again, if you're interested in being on the show, just uh, hit me up uh, and let me know and we'll work it out at a time and what we want to talk about and everything like that. I just want to get the most people out there and let everyone know, you know, who, who I talk to, who my friends are, and just people that, you know, are kind of getting started up, you know, I want people to get out there and get noticed. So. Uh, it's important to me to kind of get you know get people to uh, to a higher platform where they want to go to. So, um, but yeah, so this is a new venture, and I'm really excited about getting this going finally. So, I uh, hope you enjoyed the first show. Uh, give me feedback. I want feedback. Just tell me things you like, things you don't like. You know, are there segments you want me to put on here? Whatever. If you want to shut the fuck up, whatever. Just <laughs> just tell me. Um, but uh, I I'm really really excited to get this thing going. So. Um, Manny, thank you so much again for joining me. I really do appreciate it. You have been a phenomenal first guest. So thank you. Thank you. Thank of course. You. <laughs> I am cool. plan on returning yes. once you get like, you know, more going here. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Return guests. Definitely. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, I want to get as many people on as possible, but I also want to get my favorites mm-hmm. back on. So you'll definitely be mm-hmm. able. And we may have to actually discuss the entire screen franchise. We may actually go yes. through this film. And, yes. We should do that. I was just going to say that. 
Yes. Because right. if anybody that. knows it better than any me or you, it's me and you. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I'm excited. Perfect. All right. Well, um, again, thank you so much for listening. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, you know, uh, and I hope this may turn into a video podcast eventually. So like I said, this is such a, a you know, uh, groundbreaking episode for me that I just want to start and get it going and then just grow from here. So, um, but thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Mandy, again, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you next time. Of course. Bye. On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap.